Welcome to Work It, a show about work. This is a work of satire containing mature themes. Pour le service en français, appuyez sur le 1. For writer and performer Sam Alamang, please press 2. For writer and performer Janet Mowat, please press 3. For a measured and insightful discussion of this option is unavailable. For a comedic look at communication full of words and good jokes, please stay on the line. Welcome back to Work It, where today we're talking all about communication. Speaking of, there's something I want to address. I don't know who did the intro last week, but that dingbat said it was episode 16 when it was really 15. Hey, who are you calling a dingbat? Who are you? I'm the guy that did the intro last week. But I'm you. You're me. Who he? I. It me. Alright, that's enough out of you, troublemaker. I'm trying to do the intro. Be my guest. Fine, folks. Here it is. Episode 15. I mean 16. Good work, chief. Why I oughta... Hey, Janet, what's that you're reading? Tone and voice, Sam. Is that like a novel? Better. You know War and Peace? Of course. It's one of the greatest works of literature, like, ever. Well, this is the War and Peace of brand marketing. Oh. Seriously, it's a masterpiece. You should hear people rave about this thing. You'd almost think it wasn't a glorified memo. Almost. You seriously haven't heard of Tone and Voice by MailChimp. Presumably you mean the staff at MailChimp. So there's a super smart monkey who sends emails all day. That's like all he does, and he's probably one of the world's 10 most important emailers. I see? So Chimpy the MailChimp, I call him Chimpy, Chimpy wrote this guidebook to define the company's tone and voice, a manual of sorts. Well, a chimpule. Oh, okay. So it standardizes MailChimp's business communications to achieve a more consistent user experience. Exactly. So when Chippy hires all his jungle buddies, from Peter Panther to Gary Gorilla to Ingvar Lepin in the Finnish jungle slug, they'll all be able to represent the brand with a consistent tone and voice. So instead of going... And instead of going... And definitely not going... Hello, I'm Ingvar. All their business communication will be like... Just so. Janet, I'm convinced. Work It needs a style guide. I agree. Now this will be a major undertaking requiring a lengthy, meticulous process. That's one approach. Or we could just make it up right now! Perfect! Give me a couple scenes to get my stuff together. Dear Frank, to follow up on our discussion yesterday, I'd like to remind you that I need those reports- Here's Sally, hard at work writing an email. What's this email about, Sally? I'm reminding Frank that he needs to get those reports in today. We're on a tight deadline. Uh-oh, Sally. Don't you think that email will come across as rude? Gee, mister, I don't want that. I just want to sound assertive, because it's real important. Well, Sally, I think it's time we talked about email etiquette for girls. Are you ready, Sally? I sure am. But don't you think this is all a bit anachronistic? That's the spirit. As a girl worker, you need to be extra careful in case people think you're a bitch. Oh my! That's right. A bossy girl is an unemployed girl, Sally. What can I do? Let's take a look at some email scenarios. Here's the wrong way to follow up on an urgent assignment. Dear Frank, 
To follow up on our discussion yesterday, I'd like to remind you that I need those reports. Now let's take a look at the right way. Dear Frank, I'm so sorry to bother you. Do you have an idea when those reports might be ready? No rush, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Sorry for the trouble. Much better. Gosh, will that really accomplish? Careful, Sally. You don't want to be a bitch, remember? Now what happens if you need to fire someone? Here's the wrong way. Dear Roger, please come to my office at 10 a.m. to discuss yesterday's incident involving you putting a potato Oops, up here. There you go, being all bossy again. Here's the right way. Dear Roger, I'm so sorry to bother you. Do you mind swinging by my office for a sec? No big deal if not, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Sorry! Remember, a girl who apologizes is a girl one mythologizes. Gee whiz, thanks mister. Oh, and there's Frank now. Hey Frank, did you get my email? Oh my god, get off my back you nag. Seriously, you're such a oh, pain no. in the butt. Once a bitch, always a bitch, Sally. Better luck next time. The Work It Lexicon of Business Terms Stakeholders. These are some guys holding some stakes. All hands. This means two, because that's all your hands. If all your hands have all their fingers, the meeting is considered to be fully digital. Engagement. When your social media users like your post, first they have an engagement with it, then they marry it, then they make little babies with it, and then they die. Org chart. This is a chart of all the company's orgies. Deliverables. Pizza, Chinese food, stuff like that. Action items. So it's like when there's a big fireball and Bruce Willis is running away from it and he goes like, you're fired, or I'm feeling hot. Classic action item. C-suite. Wouldn't it be sweet if all the executives were lost at sea? References. That's when our writing gets real lazy and we just go, uh, what if the popples and Captain and the Game Master were, like, friends? Is that anything? Scalable. Thanks to the fine work by the good people at the donut shop, Sam is becoming increasingly scalable. And these two will be your immediate supervisors, Dan and Stan. Guys, this is Catherine, the new hire. Hi. Hi. Hi, nice to meet you. All right, I'll leave you to it. And fellas, be good. So, I'm ready to dive in if you have any projects for me. Oh, sure, Catherine. Our top priority right now is analytics. Gotta dig around, find out how to generate more clicks, you know? Great, I love that stuff. Actually, I'm afraid Dan's lying to you. Sorry, it's kind of a thing he does. Oh? Yep, our actual top priority is to build up a stable of freelancers. We've got a backlog of work piling up here. Oh, uh, okay. Catherine, Stan is the actual liar here. Are you guys messing with me? Like, is, is this a hazing thing? We don't do hazing. This is absolutely a hazing thing. Will you just tell me what's going on? You see, I only tell the truth. And I only tell the truth. So one of you is lying. Okay, I'll bite. I'm a smart person. I can do riddles. Uh, Dan, is Stan telling the truth? Nope. Okay, and Stan, is Dan telling the truth? No, he is not. Okay, so I... Oh, right, that won't work. Um, okay, Dan, are you telling the truth? Yep. And Stan, is Dan telling the truth? No. Ha, so, oh, wait, that doesn't work either. 
Look, if we could stop wasting time, I'll just show you how to fill out your timesheet. Be sure to use a pen. Don't listen to him. We use a program to track that stuff now. Come on, guys. This is important. Oh, and your benefits package. You've got 50% dental and vision coverage to a limit of... Wrong. You get a spending account of $500 to spend as you... Shut up, liar. You're the liar, liar. Guys, guys. Jeez, how much longer will this last? Forever. Not much longer. Ugh. Hello again, how's everything going in here? Honestly, Dan and Stan are really messing with me and is creating a hostile work environment. Oh yes, of course, I should have warned you. One of them tells only the truth and one of them only lies. I kind of figured. So which one's a liar? He, he is. is. Hmm, I don't remember just now. No matter, it's a simple trick. Observe, Dan, will Stan tell me that you tell the truth? Yes. Stan, does Dan tell the truth? No. There, see, Dan's the liar, problem solved. I'm, I'm still very troubled by all this. Yes, my dear, I can see how this would seem strange at first. I'd like to talk to HR, please. Can you show me to their office? Oh, I'd be happy to. Uh, but first, answer me this. What walks on four legs in the morning, two legs at noon, and three in the evening? What? Don't worry, you're not in danger. Catherine, beware the riddle of the boss. What happens if I don't get this? I'll devour you whole. Start a company policy, nothing new. Now then, I... I... It's an animal. No, Catherine, it's a person. Think about it. Oh, no, I can't remember which one of them tells the truth. Damn, they really are hard to tell apart. Well, Catherine... Uh... I don't know. <laughs> Good work, gentlemen. Shame, she was promising. What a moron. Yes, well, till the next hire, then. All right, Janet, let's get to work on that communication manual. Tone and voice, the work it style guide. Okay, so seeing as it's the standard, we should probably consult MailChimp's tone and voice guide. I agree. Let's just steal from that. Not steal, consult. Great, we're agreed. What do we steal first? Section one, writing goals and principles. With every piece of content we publish, we aim to empower, respect, educate. Cool, 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 I get it. But it's a bit wimpy, don't you think? Well, I'd probably use a word like helpful instead of wimpy. Janet, what is best in life? Why, to crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of their domestic partners. Classy edit and absolutely right. I think I hear you. So how about section one? With every sketch on Work It, we aim to humiliate, demoralize, and vaporize all rival pod trash. Perfect. Okay, let's see. Hmm. In order to achieve those goals, we make sure our content is clear, useful. No, no, no. Awful. Here. In order to complete our domination, we make sure our content is uh, uncompromising, vicious, and, uh... Utterly lacking in morality and restraint? Mwah! What else do we have here? Uh... We are plain spoken. We understand the world our customers are living in. Ah, uh, hell no. Okay, what if we just say, we know where you live, and then put the home address of all our listeners? I'm so glad I tracked that stuff. Ooh, let's draw a picture of a bloody knife stabbing a stick figure. And over here it can say, you, question mark? Man, this guide is really coming together. I think we can safely skip to the end. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, here we are. Avoid unnecessary abbreviations. Fine, just put LOL or RIP. OMG, okay. I think we're all set. 
What about the title? Tone and voice? It's a bit... Wimpy. Exactly. How about a ton of violence? The Work It Manifesto. Perfect. Now then, let's send a copy to the local TV station. If they don't read it on the news tonight, our reign of terror really begins. They think our scene endings are bad now. Brother, we're just getting started. I mean, they are pretty bad. Oh, terrible. Yes, thanks everyone. Thank you so much for coming to the keynote panel of the 23rd Annual Business Communication Strategies Conference. I'm so excited to welcome our panel chair, Mr. Arthur Gravy. Hello, yes, thank you for having me. Now, Arthur, you've put together this panel from some of the world's leading business communication experts. What can we expect from their talks? Well, Stacey, the panel will be focusing on the importance of clarity in all forms of communication. Very important stuff. Would you like to present our speakers? Sure thing. So our experts here are Cynthia Hu of Global Solutions, Carmen Watt of Widget Enterprises, and Ida Marjorie No of Stellar Corporation. Excellent. And what order will they be presenting in? Uh, let me check my notes. Who is up first? Watt is up second, and I don't know is up third. I beg your pardon? Who's up first, Watt's up second, and I don't know is up third. You're the panel chair. Yes, I am. And an expert in the field. So they say. And you don't know the speaker's names. Well, I should. Well, then who's up first? Yes. I mean the speaker's name. Who? The person speaking first. Who? The first speaker. Who? The speaker presenting. Who is up first? I'm asking you. Who's up first? That's the speaker's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. That's Due who? to yes. technical difficulties, we'll be returning to our live broadcast of the 23rd Annual Business Communication Strategies Conference any, any day now. Hollywood loves a villain, and judging by the popularity of blood-spattered movie monsters like Freddy, Jason, and Mr. Bean, audiences seem to agree. But for many moviegoers, the worst villain of all is a boss they've had. Admittedly, a morning meeting is less gruesome than a chainsaw through the guts, but it's a hell of a lot duller. Maybe that's why so many films have turned to mean-spirited, bullying bosses for their antagonists. The Devil Wears Prada and Glengarry Glen Ross are just two examples of this. Hang on, let me check your math. Okay, Devil Wears Prada. Okay, that's one. Glengarry. Okay, that's another one. Carrie the Glengarry. Two films. It checks out. Carry on. We at work at set up to prove that bosses need not be the evil monsters that they're usually portrayed as. Maybe it's all just a question of attitude and language. Maybe, that is. Hollywood bosses just need a little communications upgrade. If this theory turns out to be right, and our following revisions are as influential as, let's face it, they clearly ought to be, Janet and I may be responsible for inventing the world's first tolerable boss. You're welcome. Here are Work It's revisions to Devil Wears Prada and Glengarry Glen Ross. We dare say improvements. Unbelievable. Incredible. MacArthur Genius Grant is right around the corner. Masterpieces of brilliance. We dare say. Coming soon. The nice lady wears Prada, but not like as a gross marker of wealth. Maybe she just found it or something. Where are the belts for this jacket? Why is no one ready? Here. It's a tough call. 
They're so different. Mm. <laughs> Something funny? No, 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 nothing's, you know, it's just that both those belts look exactly the same to me. You know, I'm still learning about this stuff and, uh... This stuff? Oh, okay. I see. You think this has nothing to do with you. Well, the truth is, you're right. It's just clothes. Did you know your shirt is actually cerulean? No? Good. It's an idiotic thing to know. Who cares? Ooh, Oscar de la Renta made some cerulean gowns. I mean, holy fucking shit. Does the Nobel Committee know? Some gowns were a color. Wow. Did we cure cancer? Nope. Prevent ecological catastrophe? Nope. Are gowns colors? You betcha. Oh no, that's way better. Thank fucking Christ. Cerulean. No, but seriously, you're right to laugh. Wanna ditch these lamos, pound scotch, and cruise for boys? In that order, rock and roll. Girls Night! Woo! Coming soon! Glen Gary Glen, roses are red, violets are blue, some nice communication is what we're performing for you, the Work It listener. Let me have your attention for a moment. Let's talk about something important. Are they all here? All but one. Well, I'm going anyway. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. You don't need coffee for a pick-me-up. Buddy, you're great just the way you are. Your name's Levine. You call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch. I don't gotta listen to this shit. Cause I call you a friend, a real swell guy. That's right, pal. I loved you in Some Like It Hot. And the apartment? Get out of here! Legend. Legend! Now, we're gonna have a little contest. First prize is a Cadillac Eldorado. You wanna see the second prize? Cadillac Eldorado. Ah, hell. I got all you fellas Cadillac Eldorados. And that ain't it. Now, not to be sappy or nothing, but I wrote you a song, too, about how much you fellas mean to me. Still working on the synth leads, but ah, what the hell, see what you think. The leads are weak. I know they totally are, but I appreciate your candor, friend. We now return to our broadcast of the 23rd Annual Business Communication Strategies Conference, where our presenters may have finally made a breakthrough. Please. Will you at least tell me the name of an author they'll be citing? Tomorrow. You don't want to tell me today? I'm telling you now. Then go ahead. Tomorrow. How about a co-author's name? Why? Because! Oh, he's our intern. What? What are you talking about? Look, maybe you should calm down. Why? That's the co-author. I'll kill you. Why? Because! That's the intern. Listen to what you're saying! You're telling me you'll call up who? Whoever it is gives their speech, passes the mic to Watt. Watt speaks, hands it over to I don't know. I don't know sites work by tomorrow, and why? I don't know, and I don't give a rat's ass. Huh? I said I don't give a rat's ass. Oh, that's our sound guy. Why I oughta... Oh my gosh. Communication skills for client meetings. Listening. What's that you said? Can you speak up? Hang on a second. It's these dang bananas in our ears. Now, as you were saying, Mr. Mailchimp. Nonverbal communication. Now for our PowerPoint. Sam, the first slide, if you please. One sec, my butt's itchy. Yeah, mine too. Hold on, folks. Oh yeah, that's the spot. Friendliness. Hey there, clients. Want a French? 
confidence. You're practically begging us to French. I mean, look at us. We're gods to you people. Empathy. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Feedback. Follow these handy dandy tips and see what happens. They're guaranteed to work. And if they don't, it's probably your fault. Go cry to your mommy about it. Yeah, run home and cry about it. Hi everyone, welcome back to Work It Presents Ghost Hunters. Tonight, we're checking out Widget Media HQ. It seems quiet, a little too quiet. Why don't you tell them what brought us here, Janet? Well, Sam, Widget still owes us for that freelance work we did. They're ignoring our emails and not returning our calls. That all points to one thing. Ghosts! I'm so scared. At least you wore your diaper this time. Let's head in. It's so drafty in here. I've got a bad feeling about this, Janet. Hello? Ghost, are you here? We just want to talk. Ah! What was that? It's fine, Sam. Be cool. Just some bats. In in an office building. Ah! Ah! Well, that wasn't bats. Maybe it was just the wind knocking something over. There. I just saw a shadowy figure. Hello? Please come out. We mean you no harm. Janet, I don't know about this. How's that diaper holding up? Really bad. We have no time to lose. Ghost, we're just here to follow up on that invoice he sent you. Hello? Come back. They're still avoiding us. Okay, let's bust out the equipment. Sam, you light candles and draw a pentagram on the floor. I'll CC Widget on an email to our lawyer. Inquiring about legal options. That should draw them out. Ready? Ready! Oh, Widget Ghost, come to us! Ooh, how nice to hear from you guys. It's Gerald, our contact at Widget. Gerald, where's our money? Ooh, I thought I emailed you about that. Maybe I had the wrong address? Come on, Gerald, you can't stall forever. Ooh, I might have misplaced that invoice. Gerald, aren't you tired of this endless purgatory? Just pay us and you'll set your spirit free. Oh, fine. Why, yes, here's that invoice after all. I'll just get the finance ghost to process that. It worked. Gerald, you're not a ghost anymore. And all I had to do was acknowledge you guys. Thanks for rescuing me. So when can we expect our payment? Payment? On the invoice you just found? Hmm? You know, the money for the... I don't know what you're... Oh, no. Here we go again! Communication Breakdown Welcome to the debut and final appearance of the popular segment, Communication Breakdown. In this segment, we're looking at a couple bosses and workplaces plagued by poor internal communications. Let Work It show you how to turn these office nightmares into office quite cares, as in office that quite cares for its employees. 
I thought that was quite clear. Part 1. Netflix The fearful, demanding culture at Netflix is well documented. Indeed, read a little bit about it and you may reconsider giving them money every month. If the completely dogshit catalog doesn't make you reconsider already. Or maybe you have horrible taste, who knows? One of the ways Netflix boosts performance is to measure employees by a keeper test. Managers are regularly asked if they would fight to keep someone on their team. Sounds pretty aggressive. Here's how we'd tweak it. You want to know if I'd fight to keep Bill on my team? Damn right I will. Aw, uh, you know I'm teasing. Let's hug it out. We're all friends. Apparently, one employee tried to call out the constant fear of being fired. The response from their superior was, quote, Good because fear drives you. So you're afraid, are you? Good because fear drives you. I'm afraid I'm not nice enough. It haunts me. Here, who wants ice cream? I bought 50 gallons. Ah! When someone commits a transgression, they're asked to sunshine it. Netflix jargon for a public admission of wrongdoing. Listen up, office. Bill here has something he wants to tell you. Go on, Bill. Wait, hold on a second. This meeting room's a bit drab, don't you think? Screw this. Let's go to the beach. Hang 10, Bill. Don't bail on that wave like you bailed on the server maintenance. Uh, I'm just messing with you. You rock. See that? With a few minor tweaks, we fixed the culture at Netflix. Resume the binge watching, if you can find anything on that miserable site. I mean, seriously. everyone. My next guest is Dr. Cornelius Funk, who's here to show us his universal business translator. <laughs> Dr. Funk, thank you for being here. Yes, thank you for having me, Rhonda. So I guess this is your translator right here. Can you tell us about it? Rhonda, in essence, this device will automatically translate any business communication into the language of your choice. Ooh. Perhaps a demonstration would help. Oh, sure. What do you think, folks? I have here a clip of Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. We'll set the language to English and... Cambridge Analytica actually did start as an advertiser later in 2015. We are 100% so guilty and have been mining and selling millions of users' data with zero concern for consequences. I am hoping that my aw shucks demeanor will mask the fact that I am a ruthless billionaire supervillain. This is incredible! Yeah, the machine's ability to translate bullshit is unparalleled. Well, folks, sharpen those guillotines, because the revolution is sure to come that much sooner, thanks to Dr. Funk. <laughs> Communication Breakdown, Part 2 the office of Amy Klobuchar. So earlier we fixed the culture at Netflix. Just the culture, not the catalog, which remains just uncannily wretched. We turn now to presidential candidate Amy Klobuchar. As a senator, Klobuchar is reported to have been horrifyingly abusive to her staff. Allegedly, she would throw office supplies and, on one occasion, accidentally hit someone with a binder she'd thrown. That's it! Give me that binder! Here! Take that! Inside you will find an anthology of poems I've written to all of you, arranged in alphabetical order by first name. If I may, Aaron, you are the air in my wings. Klobuchar would send her staff late night all caps emails berating them for something they'd done that was, quote, the worst ever. Dear interns, it was brought to my attention that some of you are completely incompetent when it comes to having pleasant dreams. 
the worst ever. I wrote you all a little bedtime story. Once there was a beautiful intern whose lanyard was the envy of all the kingdom. Most famously, at an airport once, one of Senator Klobuchar's aides brought her a salad, but had fumbled the plastic cutlery. Klobuchar proceeded to pull out a comb, eat the salad with the comb, and then hand the comb to her aide with the instructions, clean it. A salad? No utensils? Buddy, I wasn't even gonna ask. I've got my comb right here. Eating your own hair restores vital proteins. Moreover, Italian ranch dressing gives my hair its lustrous quality, while a stray crouton in my bang shows, hey, I could be a little crazy too. Well, we've done it again. Fixed everything for everybody. Now then, what's next? I don't know, Sam. Why don't you check the binder? There it is, folks. Episode 15, I mean 16, in the can. A tidy overview of communication. By the way, did you know that communists invented communication? But capitalists invented capital letters. Don't believe me? They sound similar. It's called science, buddy. One thing I'd like to communicate to you is that you follow at WorkItPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. A YouTube subscription or podcast review would communicate to us that you are one groovy cat, daddy-o. I gotta get some new communication skills. See you next week, dig? for more news on the shows and events you love.